Let's do, let's do, I got this from Margot. Let's do a Margot thing. Let's pray the hell out for everybody right now. Father, we just ask you that your word, God, would fall on good ground right now, Lord God. We ask, God, that you would remove any hindrances, God, that you would remove anything that we, any presuppositions that we may have, God, that, that Father, that we would be fertile ground for your word, Lord. And I pray that your word would, would land on good ground, that it would take root, that it would change us and rearrange us in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you hear me? Test one, two. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Sounds good. Sounds loud. Sounds clear. All right. Cool. Thank you. So as they said, I don't know what these guys are doing here. I don't know. But uh, check it out. A few disclaimers real quick, right? I have an issue with my eyes. I have astigmatism. So if in the middle of a message or I'm trying to read something, you see me kind of like going like this to my eyes because my contacts shift. When I begin to read, or I'm laughing, and, or I'm talking, and my, 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 cont my contacts shift. So I constantly have to go like this to move my contacts, all right? So just be aware of that. Number two, if I see something that's a little crazy, like one time I had said, um, uh, I was making an announcement for youth offering, right? Uh, an offering to, 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 yeah, to take an offering to sponsor a child to go to a youth retreat. So instead of saying, you know what, you know, if you want to give towards the, 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 the youth retreat, you know, put the money in the bucket, you know, you can sponsor a child. But instead, I said, ooh, that was loud. Instead, I said, if you want to sponsor a child, put your child in the bucket, right? But I didn't notice it. So people laughing, like, why are people laughing? What's going on here? And, and I found out that I said, put your child in the bucket instead of the offering in the bucket. So if I see something a little crazy, just, you know. Just, just uh, don't mind that, all right? All right? So check this out. It's funny how God works things out, right? Because I'm in the train. This was like in July sometime. I'm, I'm on the train, on the train. I'm like, all right, Lord, if they ask me to preach, you know, it's been, a, you know, last year, like preaching on a Sunday or two years. I'm like, if they ask me to preach, I have two things in mind, either the story of Lazarus or ain't nobody got time for that, right? Because that's to do with the bodybuilding series, right? So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I get out the train. As soon as I get out the train... I get a text from Gary saying, oh, can you preach the 31st? I'm like, okay, cool. So that's a confirmation right there that this is what God wanted me to speak, right? So talking about trains, right? George, when he preaches, he comes up with a quote, right? Comes up with a quote, bam, you know? Um, Gary comes up with a joke or two or three, you know? I love the, uh, the joke about the, the he, he sat on an iPod and it turned into an iPad because he was so big. That, for me, I found it hilarious, right? But today I'm going to do something a little different, right? Because as I was on the train, you know, I was doing this thing. I was writing a list of things I can't stand about the subways, right? The subway rides, right? Things that people do on the subway, right? So the first one, I'm writing some stuff, things I can't stand about the subway. Feedback there, right? Two, test, one, two. All right, cool. So yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm writing, right? And all of a sudden, I'm writing, and I see the, the person behind me just looking over my shoulder at what I'm trying to write. And this, this actually happened when I'm writing this. I'm like, things I can't stand about the train station or, you know, subway ride. And I put, I can't stand when people, when I'm writing something on my iPad, and people are looking over my shoulder. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. They were like, she was like, she was like, yes, got her, you know? So I hate that. When you I mean, if I'm playing a game, it's cool. They can see me rock the game, whether it's Candy Crush or, or, or Subway Surf or whatever. I don't mind. They can look. Look, I'm beating it. You can't do that, right? But if I'm writing something, I don't want them looking over my shoulder to see what I'm writing. It's kind of personal. You know, it's like somebody's writing a text. You know, it's like, hey. So 
The next one, right? You're on the phone, you're trying to chill. You're, 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 me, when I'm on the train, I just like to think, and I don't have no headsets, I don't got no headphones, right? But I hate it, right? When you're just chilling and people talking mad loud on the cell phone. <laughs> Yo, Lisa, <laughs> no, 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 escucha, escucha, escucha. No, 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 encima por la chancleta. No, no, right next to the remote. No, no, you see it? No. This is annoying. You're trying to, you're trying to, you know, have a nice ride and people talking obnoxiously. And am I alone or anybody else? Right? You hate it. And she's like, shut up. Be quiet. I don't care what's going on in your life, you know? It happened a few weeks ago when this lady was talking something about some money order and she was getting loud and arguing. I actually turned around and I was like, shh. I was like, oh, snap. I actually did that, you know? And people look at me like, smiling, like, yeah, thank you, you know? I had to tell her, I had to tell her a guy a few times. And I saw her every morning. I'm like, dude, shh. He's like, oh, okay, all right, cool. You know, I had to remind him, like, dude, bring it down. I don't care what's going on in your relationship. I don't care about that stuff, right? Next thing I hate about the trains, right? Especially teens do this a lot, right? Playing music mad loud from their cell phones. Anybody hate that? Anybody? I hate it. I hate it. Like, that's what you got headsets for, right? That's to put on the headsets. You know, but I know people, but the older generation would understand they used to come back in the days with the boombox, right? And blast the boombox with the batteries, double A or whatever, the D, right? The, the D batteries, right? And just blast the boombox. So it's not only now, but back in the days too, right? So next thing I hate when people eat on the train, right? They eat a bacon, egg, and cheese. They're eating a sandwich, right? They're eating something. That's, I don't care. Leave that at home. You know, like it smells, it stinks. Even though it smells good when you're at home, when you start to eat, I hate it. I hate it. This one lady, right? I'm on the train. She opens up a can of tuna and starts eating it just like that. A can of tuna. No mayonnaise. I like that. I can eat a can of tuna like that. But on the train, it smells disgusting because everything's in there, right? So I hate that. Oh, my gosh. Right? So what, what about when, when, when you're trying to get on the train and somebody, the door's open, right? Dun, dun. Right? And you're trying to get in and people just standing there like, excuse me, move out the way. I'm trying to get in. Right? Like, hello, get out the way. Right? They just stand there like, what? You, you fit? You fit? Right? I hate that, man. That, that really obsessed me. That really obsessed me. Right? Oh, my gosh. What about when, 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 when you get on the train, right? And you have these guys that are sitting with their legs wide open, like, fill in the blank. I knew, I knew the ladies were going to love that. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew the ladies were like, yes, I know. Like if blank, 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 right? Y'all, I don't have to say it. You know what I'm thinking already, right? Because I think it too. So this annoys me. It annoys me, annoys me, right? Oh, you come in the, 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 the train, right? And you want to sit down, right? And it's pretty tight, a little close, pretty tight there, right? And that person tries to come in and be like, I think I could fit there, right? I think I fit. They try to. Right? But then they can't sit back, so they have to sit like this, you know? Like if they're using the bathroom or something, they can't fit, you know? Like, can't, you know? So, I can't stand that. Like, dude, you don't fit. You don't fit. That's it. Oh, my gosh. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I hate this, right? Now, I told you, I, I had met George, and I met him in the train station one day in the 42nd Street. And I hate it when you're waiting, right, for the train to get there. You've been there like five, six, seven minutes waiting for the fire train to come. People, you know, and all of a sudden you're waiting. And right as the, the train is pulling up, somebody comes down the stairs and cuts right in front of you. After you've been there like five, six, seven minutes waiting. It's like, dude, like, 
like have manners, wait behind me. The subway, if it's the bus station, you won't do that, right? The bus stop, everybody has a line. They should have something for the trains too, because if not, somebody gets knocked, right? So what about two more things, right? And we'll finish with these two here. What about you're standing, right? You're, you're, you're in the train, right? The door's open. You get inside, and there's no more space for anybody to fit. Excuse me. No more, you know, no more space. And somebody tries to fit in and push, and they're pushing you, and they're pushing you. Like, hey, I fit in here. I fit in here. I can't stand there. I stand there. I stand my ground. I'm like, what are you, you know? And I, I, I see. I stand my ground. You're like, Dude, you don't fit here no more. That's it, you know? I hate that, man. Like, you don't fit. You don't fit. That's it. Wait for the next train. Oh my gosh. But even the last one, you know, I thought just two more. But when you know you're on the train and, and, and somebody just has the whole body on the pole and you're trying to hold on, they're just like this, like if they own the pole, you know. One time this guy was holding the pole and I was holding like the top of it, his head was there, and he kept on, I just, you know, my finger just he'll go back and I'll you know, poke him, like, oh, sorry, sorry, like, dude, you don't, it's not your pole, you know, so thank, thank you guys, thank you, th thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Stories of MTA, right, don't you just love it? It's the best, you're right. All right, cool. So, one last one, I don't really don't, don't either for this one, what about when you're on your way to work, you're good, you left your house on time, you're good, and all of a sudden, Sorry, ladies, uh, we're being held uh, by a sick passenger on 86th Street. Uh, we are running with extensive delays. And if you're me, I, I, this is the way I think. If you know you're sick, get off on the stop. Don't keep on going. Get off so you don't hold somebody back, right? Make somebody late to work. You know, is it just, oh, my God, I, that's the way I think. I don't know. Like, if you're feeling, like, a little nauseous, they're not nauseous, but, like, you feel like you're going to pass out, get off next stop. Keep on going so you have to hold people back and, you know. But it happens, you know, the train delays, right? Makes what when it makes signals? What about when it's signal problems, right? Oh, we're having signal problems, you know, um, uh, we're, you know, we're delayed, you know, or whatever the case, there's an incident, whatever, right? So there are train delays, right? And we all have heard, you know, God is, 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 is on time. God is, is, is always there. But just like there's train delays, there's also God delays, right? Where God delays, so, really quick, Lord, Father, God, I, I come before your presence. Lord, I know George prayed, but I just want to, Lord, just, 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 right now, I, I just surrender this time to you, Father, God. I surrender this time to you, Lord, God. I just pray, Father, God, as I get into this message, God, if I, as I get into the story, I pray, God, that you would take us to that place where Mary and Martha and Lazarus was, God. That we would feel the, 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 what, what Mary and Martha felt, God, that, 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 that we would feel what Jesus felt at that time, Father, God. So I just pray right now, God, that you would take us to that place, Lord, God. Speak to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So... If you could get the, the, the scripture ready, oh, there goes my, got to shift my contacts now, right, so I can read. All right, cool. So there was a man named Lazarus, right, a man named Lazarus, right, not Lazarus, um, what you call it, from Bethany, right? And he was the brother of Mary and Martha, you know, and, and, and they lived together, right? So Mary is the one that anoints Jesus' feet, you know, later on in the next chapter, she anoints Jesus' feet with oil, right? So they sent a message with a messenger to Jesus saying, Jesus, the one you love is sick, right? The one you love is sick. The one you love is sick. So that means that there was some type of relationship there that he loved Mary, Martha, Lazarus, right? 
back in the days, um, you know, when they, I don't know if it's when they first met, but, you know, Jesus was in town. Martha welcomed him in, right? Martha's the one that's always like, all right, I cocina la hora, I got to hook up, you know, I got to do everything for, for Jesus, make sure he's hooked up, that he's fed, I got to make, sure sure make sure that the house is in order, don't, you know, I'm sure she must be like, Mary, do not sit on the sofa, do not do anything, right, until Jesus comes, I want to make sure everything is in place, right, so she's very hospitable, she makes you feel at home, she makes you feel welcome, Mary, on the other hand, she's quiet, you know, if anything, she, Martha probably saw her as, as lazy, right, because she wasn't doing anything, Right? And it, it says in the text, you know, where, where, when Jesus got there, Martha's like, man, I'm doing all this work. And, and Mary's just sitting there, you know, on the floor, you know. So she's the type, that, you know, like that, that type of person. Mary's just the one to sit down, right? And Jesus said, you know what? This is one thing I desire, and Mary's doing it, right? So there was some type of, you know, like, like they hung out, they got together, whether it's birthdays, whether it's, you know, we get together on birthdays, we hang out with people, you know, and you spend time with that person, you really love that person, you know. So Jesus really loved this, this family, this group, he had a heart, like he really loved them, because they said, yo, the one you love is sick, right. So they sent that message, right. I have a similar story, my wife and I have a similar story to this, where we, at one time, you know, you know, Lazarus was, was sick, right? So we had an issue where we were trying to have a, a conceive a baby. We were trying to have a baby, and it didn't work. We were trying for like three years, and nothing, nothing happened, nothing, right? So we prayed, God, I, we need you to show up, man. You know, this is kind of, you know, it's kind of grave. This is kind of serious. We're trying to have a baby, and we can't. It's been three years already. Some people have babies in a month, two months, three months, a year. It's been three years and nothing, right? So we're praying and, and, and praying, and, and nothing, you know, so the same way Mary and Martha sent that message, you know, with the messenger to Jesus, I prayed it to God. Thank God we don't have a messenger. We just go straight to the Father and we ask him stuff, you know. So some of you may be in a, in a grave situation, you know. It may be a sick situation. I'm sure she didn't send the message to Jesus just because he has a headache or he has a stomach virus. No, she sent the message to Jesus because he was really, like, sick, maybe uh, basically on his deathbed. Like, yo, he's really sick. Come, come, so you can, you know, you can heal him. Come, come, come. But let's see what happens, right? When Jesus got the message, he said, the sickness is not fatal. It will become an occasion to show God's glorifying, to show God by glorifying God's son, right? So he said, the sickness will not be fatal. It will not end in death. It will become an occasion to show God's glory by glorifying his son. So some of you guys may be praying, maybe like I was praying for, you know, God, we're trying to have a baby, you know, we're trying to do this, you know, we're trying to have a baby, we're trying to conceive, right? And some of you guys may be going through something where it looks kind of grave, and, you know, it looks kind of bad, right? And maybe marriage problems, where you guys are, maybe you're in a, in a marriage and it, God is looking really bad right now, you know, like we're about to get divorced, I need you to come through, God, you know, I, I need you, God. Or maybe you have a child that's running off and, and doing crazy stuff and being rebellious, joining a gang or joining a cult or, or, or into drugs or something, you know, you have a family member, maybe your father and your mother are about to get divorced and you're like, God, please, you know, and, and, and things are going on in your life. Things that, you, oh my God, my ministry, God, it's like it's going to fail. It's, it's, it's not going to, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You, you, you feel like that at, at times, right? But the situation you're going through right now is not going to end in death, right? Oh man, I got to pay the bills. I got to, God, God, yo, God, my, my rent is due at the end of, I don't have any money, Con Edison's about to disconnect my, my, the, the electricity. I've been late how many times I put out on how many payment plans, and I'm still late. God, I need you to come through, God. I need you. 
I've been looking for work for how long? I've been sending so many applications. I've been, yo, people have been telling me, yo, you got the job. I got this for you. I go for the interview, and what happens? Nothing. Anybody been there? Anybody been there? I've been there, right? When God closes the door, the door is closed until he opens it. It's, oh, it's closed. No man can open it. I can try. I can have Obama try and get me a job. If God says no, it's no, and that's it. Until God opens up that door, right? So the situation you're going through, if it's a marriage, it's not going to end in divorce, right? Because God is going to get the glory, right? If your child is not going to end in death, God's going to get the glory, right? The situation, whatever it is, think about the situation you're going through. It's not going to end the way you think it's going to end, right? So let's keep on going. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. But, oddly, when he heard Lazarus was sick, he stayed on. He stayed, he stayed where he was at for two more days. After two days, he told the disciples, let's go back to, to, to Judea, right? So, I don't know about you, but if my wife calls me and says, babe, Chunka's really sick. That's what we call him Chunka, just like Chunka. Huh? But, you know, that's his nickname. Chunka is really sick. He's, he can't breathe. He had, something happened. He had a bad allergic reaction. I am leaving my job. I'm going to take a cab if I have to get home as soon as, I, as soon as I can or there at the hospital and be at his side, right? If my stepmother calls me from Puerto Rico and says, oh, you know, your father had a heart attack. It doesn't look too good. I'm on the next plane to Puerto Rico, you know? So I, I, I'm in there. But for some reason, Jesus is like, no, nah, I'm going to chill. So I'm going to stay for two more days. Don't worry about it. Has anybody ever prayed? You feel like, God, where are you? Where are you? I'm praying. Like, I, I don't see anything happening. Right? Not, nothing at all. So Jesus stood, right? But again, why? But again, our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts, right? So he has a certain way of doing things. So he's like, I'm a chill. I got this. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So he stays two more days, right? So then he tells, you know, disciples, all right, let's go, right? Let's go down to, to, to uh, Judea. They say, Rabbi, you can't do that. The Jews are out to kill you. And you're going back because he went back. He did something miraculous, healing, and, and the Jews were ready to stone him. And he just went out. He left, right? So he bounced. So the disciples are like, oh, you're going to go back there where they're going to try and kill you, right? You're bugging. You're crazy, right? And Jesus replied, are there, 12, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in daylight does not stumble because there is plenty of light from the sun. Walking at night, he, may, right, he might very well stumble because he can't see where he's going. See, it's not Jesus' time to go. He is the light. So when he goes, he knows, all right, I'm going this way. I'm not going to get caught. Uh, I know I'm not going to stumble. They're not going to catch me, right? Because it wasn't his time to go. They could do whatever they want. But I know it's not my time to go. So I'm, I'm going to go, and I'm going to avoid them and do whatever I can do to get out of their way, right? So the disciples said, Master, oh, wait, hold on one second. Excuse me. Let me go back here real quick. <clears throat> all right, he said, all right, let's go back, right? Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. I'm going to wake him up, right? So the disciples said, Master, if he's gone to sleep, he'll get a good rest and wake up feeling fine. Jesus was talking about death. Well, his disciples thought he was talking about taking a nap, right? So he's like, all right, let's go get um, uh, Lazarus. He's sleeping. All right, so let him sleep. What's the problem? He'll wake up. He'll be fine. Why do we need to go over there if he's sleeping? No, no. Lazarus had died, right? He got explicit with them. He was like, yo, Lazarus died on one back for your sake, Right? I'm glad I wasn't there. You're about to be given new ground for believing. Now let's go to him. Right? Now let's check this out. He said, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad I wasn't there for your sake. Right? 
I'm glad I wasn't there for your sake. You're about to be given new grounds for believing. Right? The disciples have seen Jesus do miracles after miracles, heal the blind, the cripple walking, right? the mute talking, just healing miracles, feeding the, the thousands of people, 5,000 people right? with, 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 with five fish and, and two breads, right? um, just feeding people. Right? Imagine that. That, that, that. That'll bug me out where I got a bucket right? and I'm feeding you and I got like five and two, right? And I'm feeding you, and I'm feeding, and it keeps on, and it keeps on going, it keeps on going, it keeps on going. Like, that's a crazy miracle, right? But, it, but Jesus is like, you know what? I'm going to give you something that's even greater than any, any miracle I've done. You believe in the past. I've come up. I've showed up in your life. And when the bills were due, I showed up. When, when, when the rent was due, I provided for you. When your marriage was about to go down the drain, I did this. But this is something new. I'm going to show you something new. Right? Because even as, as much as I show you that I'm God, that I am Jesus, that I am Lord, for, there's still some doubt in you. So I'm going to give you new ground for believing. Right? So sometimes when you're going through something, right, in your life, it's to show you that he is God. Right? And to show others that he is God. Right? So it's not only for you. You're going through something. It's not only for you, but it's for the other people to believe. Right? So not only are Martha and Mary going to believe, but the people who are with her are going to believe. Kind of like us, our situation, again, we were trying, we were trying, we tried everything. We tried artificial insemination, right? You want to know what it is? Look it up, Google it. I don't have time to go into it right now. They got um, uh, in vitro fertilization, right? It was covered for it. Everything was good. Everything was good. And those two things, nothing. So I knew about it, and the people who were around us knew that we were trying, and it could have happened. Five years, it could have happened, right? And it, nothing, nothing at all. Nothing at all. But people knew that. So God was like, don't worry about it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the right time. So not only would we believe, but so you guys would believe that I am God, that there's nothing impossible for me. Right? That there's nothing impossible for me. All right? So then that's when Thomas, right? He said, yo, let's go. Let's go to Judea. Let's do this. Right? So that's when Thomas, the one called twin, says to his companions, come along so we might die too with him. You serious? Jesus just told you. Nothing's going to happen, right? You walk in with the light. I know where I'm going. You walk with me, nothing's going to happen to you, right? When we walk with Jesus, nothing happens to us. You know, the death, as far as death, you know what? That's it. I could walk down to a, a block with drugs and, and, and people shooting, and I'm walking, God, I'm with you, and that's it. God has my back. If it's not my time to go, it's not my time to go, right? So when Jesus finally got there, right, he found Lazarus already dead for four days, Right? So he delayed his coming four days. Right? Sometimes four days feels like four years. Or four years feels like 40 years. Because right? for us, it felt like forever. Because right? month after month, you know what happens. Women's, women get their, their cycle. We're like, all right, babe, that's it. It's this month. She's like, oh, baby, I'm getting, I'm getting the, uh, you know, the, 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 you know the, the feeling. And, and then I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And next thing you know, that's it. Cycle comes. It's like, oh, man. The next month. All right, cool. This is it, baby. This is it. And then, ah, no, got it again, you know. And month after month, and year after year, it feels like four, four years felt like, or five years felt like 50 years. When you're really waiting, you really want something. You're praying, God, I really want you to do this for me. I really want to have a child. God, I, I want you to, to fix my marriage. God, I want you to, to bless me with a job that I don't have to work overtime, you know. And there's all this other stuff, you know, just to pay the bills. And you have all these, 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 these petitions, right. But we feel like, ah, right, man, God, what happened? So, 
Jesus shows up, right? Mary and Martha are in the house. They're, 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 they're crying with, the, with, the, with, the Jew, with their friends and the Jewish people. They're crying. They're, you know, where they, ay, Dios mío, mi, 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 mi hermano murió. You know how they get really loud and you know, Spanish people, and sometimes they get really, like, they start screaming, right? And, and, and so Martha hears that Jesus is on his way. So she runs to Martha, and Martha runs to Jesus, right? She says, Jesus, if you would have been there, right? I don't know, again, I don't know if she's, we, we could take it two ways. She could be like, Jesus, if you would have been there, Lazarus never would have died. She could have been complaining, right? This is how she's saying it. But she's like, man, if, if you would have been there, Lazarus never would have died. Or maybe she was like, Jesus, if you would have been there, Lazarus never would have died. How many of us would be like, God, if you would have been there, my marriage never would have broken up. God, if you would have been there, I would have had the job a long time ago. I would have to move out. If you would have been there... My son wouldn't be serving another God. My son wouldn't be in jail right now if you were there, God. How many times have we prayed that? God, if you were there, God, if you were there for, for the artificial, for the, for the in vitro, and you still, if you were there. But we all know God is there. God is with us, right? But it was just a little delayed on answering our prayers. Why? Because he wants to show up and say, you know what? Man couldn't do it, Right? You tried with man, you tried with doctors, you tried everything, but don't worry about it, because this occasion is going to bring glory to me. I'm going to get the glory through this. Not you, not your boyfriend, your, your husband, not your, no, but I'm going to get the glory through this, right? So again, Martha says that, Master, if you would have if, if been here, my brother never would have died, but even now, I know whatever you ask, he will give it to you. So even now. Whatever you ask. I don't know what she was talking about. Maybe she was thinking maybe Lazarus or another thing. But she was like, even now, I know that whatever you ask God, he will give it to me. Jesus said, your brother will raise up again. Right? Your brother's going to raise up again. She's like, yeah, I know. I know he's going to raise up in the last day because Jesus told her. Had a, you know, had a, a meeting and told her, you know what? In the last day, I'm going to resurrect everybody. Right? Jesus is, this is Jesus' response. Right? You don't have to wait for the end. I am right now. You don't have to wait for the end. I am right now, right? I am resurrection. I am life. I am resurrection and I am life. I can resurrect anybody. I can do anything. I am life. Life comes through me. You want fullness of joy? You want to live an abundant life? I am life. I am eternal life. I am the beginning. I am the end. I am life, period. That's it. That's what Jesus is saying, right? The one who believes in me, even though he dies or she dies, will live. And everyone who lives believing in me does not ultimately die at all. Do you believe this? So she asked him, do you believe? Do you believe what I can do? Do you believe that I'm the resurrection, that I'm the light? Do you believe that I can provide for you, that I can do anything I want to do? I can open up the door that's closed, that I have closed. I can open it up. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? She said, yes, master. All along I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God who comes into the world. She's like, all right, all right, no problem. She's like, all right, you know what? She, didn't, she pretty much didn't get the point there. But she runs off to Mary. She says, Mary. She whispers, she whispers in Mary's ear, Mary, Jesus is here. So she gets up, runs to Jesus. The whole crowd of Jewish people running right behind her, her friends, everybody who's crying, runs up to Jesus. They're thinking she's going to, you know, going to the tomb to go in and mourn over, over, over Lazarus. But instead, she comes to Jesus' feet. She's like, Lord, if you would have been there, God, if you would have been there, Lazarus never would have died. It's funny, you look at Martha, Martha, you know, she complains to Jesus, she comes to Jesus. You always notice Mary on her feet. 
right? Mary's always on her feet, coming to Jesus on her feet. When he came to the house, right, he sat down. Martha was, was cooking and doing the thing, and she was at his feet, right? She anointed Jesus' feet. She was at the feet. She comes again to Jesus at his feet. Let's get something from Mary. Let's be at Jesus' feet. Let's be Jesus' feet. When we're going through something, let's get in his presence. Let's worship him, you know? And, 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 and we got to let it out, God. Man, if only you were there, God. If only you were there when, when my son was sick in the hospital, God. Only if you were there. If only. See, Jesus, at that point, it was, a, a, you know, like, all right, let me, let, me, let me go back here. I don't want to go too ahead of myself, right? All right, cool, really quick here. So after saying that she went to her, her sister Mary, whispered in her ear, like I just said, the teacher's here, he's asking for you, right? Because Jesus was asking for her, was, was Mary. The moment she heard that, she jumped up and ran out to him, right? Jesus, had you not entered the town, wait, Jesus had not entered the town, but was still in the place where Martha had met him, all right? When her sympathizing Jewish friends saw Mary run off, they followed her, like I said before. She was on her way to the tomb to weep there, right? They thought. But Mary came to where Jesus was waiting, and he went to her feet again, saying, Master, if only you had been there, my brother never would have died. When Jesus saw her sobbing, and the Jews with her sobbing, and a deep anger welled up inside of him. And he said, where did you put him? So Jesus was angry. He wasn't angry at, at Mary, at, at Martha, but Maybe he was angry at the, the fact that of death, where people die. It wasn't supposed to be like that at the beginning, right? It's supposed to live forever. But man sinned, and that's it. Now we got to die, right? But maybe Jesus hates the fact of, of death. He hates it. He came on this earth, right? And he hates the fact of death, right? So he says, where did you put him? He said, Master, come and see. And then the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept, right? Jesus cried, right? It wasn't wearing like, oh my God, Lazarus, no. No, it was more like, you know, you ever, you know, been to something and, and, and you just shed some tears. Or you go to a funeral, right? You go to a funeral and you hear the mother crying with that from the, the, the bottom, from the gut, from the stomach, and it just strikes a chord in your heart. You get the knot in your throat because you hear the mother crying for her child or for her spouse. So Jesus felt that he felt what they felt at that moment where they were just crying and mourning for Lazarus. They were crying in mourning, and Jesus felt that pain, and, and he wept. He cried along with them. So when you go through something, Jesus is there, and he feels your pain. He cries, and, and, and it doesn't say, you know, mourn with those who mourn and, and rejoice with those who rejoice. Jesus is the same way. He's there with you. You're not alone. He's there with you. He's there wiping every tear from your eye. When you, you, just, you just feel like there's no hope, he's there. He's there, right? <clears throat> so this is what happened next, right? So he goes and he cries, and the Jews are like, oh, look how deeply he loves him, right? Look at how deep he loves Lazarus. Others among them said, right, well, if he loved him so much, why didn't he do something to keep him from dying? After all, he opened up eyes of a blind, right? So sometimes we say that, God, if, if you did this for this person, why can't you do it for me? If you got that person a job, why can't you do it for me? If you got that person an apartment, a house, and, and, and why can't you get me a house? I've been waiting for a house for how long already? But don't worry about it, my son, my daughter. I got you. It's all, it's, it's all in my hands. Yes, it may be a little delayed, but I got you. Because I'm going to give you the house that you've been waiting for, and it's going to be more than enough that you ever imagined, right? Oh, God, but I've been praying, and, 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 and I have this ministry in my heart. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You have a career in mind? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. My son, don't worry about it, my son, my daughter, right? 
Then Jesus was anger again, like, man, you know, within him arrived at the tomb. It was simple, a simple cave in the hillside with a slab of stone um, uh, laid against it. Jesus said, remove the stone. He told them, remove it. Right? And what, what happened with Martha? Hold up. I'll tell you right now. The sister of the dead man, Martha, said, Master, by this time, there's a stench. He's been dead for four days. Right? Now, there's a reason, there's a reason why Jesus waited four days. Why? Because the Jewish, the, the Jewish people back in the days, they believe that when, when a person dies, their soul, their, their spirit stays around the body trying to get in for three days. Right? And by the fourth day, yeah, that's it. No more. No more. The soul cannot come inside to try and come back to life, right? So Jesus waited four days. So he's like, nobody can do this. Nobody can do this. I never smelled a dead body. I don't want to smell a dead body. I heard it smells disgusting, right? So imagine she's there. Four, he's there four days, probably rotting up, it stinks, his, his body's decaying, right? So Jesus waited. It's kind of like us. Jesus waited for five years to give us what we wanted, right? We did everything. We tried, like I said, artificial insemination, in vitro, trying to do it man's way, trying to get man to help me, right? But nothing, nothing. And some of you have tried everything to get a job, everything to fix the marriage, and you've done your part. And, and, and let, let me tell you something really quick. You can pray, God, you know, uh, bless me with a job, but if you're not applying for jobs and looking for jobs, you're not going to get a job. It's not going to happen like that, right? If you're saying, God, fix my marriage, fix my marriage, if you're not working on yourself, come on, work on yourself first, you know? You do your part, let God do the rest, right? So Jesus waited four days so he can get the glory, right? So then after that, he said that, right? And then Jesus told Martha, he looked into her, her eyes and said, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? He wasn't mad. He was with a loving. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you that I'm going to bless you? Didn't I tell you that I'm going to fix your marriage? Didn't I tell you that I'm going to heal you? Didn't I tell you? God is saying that tonight. Didn't I tell you that I'm going to provide for you, that I'm going to open up that door, that I'm going to give you your heart's desire? Didn't I tell you? God is saying that tonight. Oh, my son doesn't serve me, and, 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 and my children don't want to know about you. Didn't I tell you? I got this. Don't worry about it. Relax. Then to the others, he said, go, roll the stone away. Then he removed the stone. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and prayed, Father, I'm grateful that you have listened to me. I know you always do listen, but on account of this crowd standing around me, I have spoken so that they may believe that you sent me. Then he shouted, Lazarus, come out. And he came out. Cadaver wrapped around his, his head to toe. You know, he was wrapped like a mummy with the, with the thing, right? With a handkerchief over his face, Jesus told him, unwrap him and let him loose. So Jesus called out. Lazarus. It's kind of like my son. When my son came in and conceived, Christian, come forth. And Christian came forth. He was conceived. You know, when God calls something, it comes out no matter what it is. When God calls it, he called the, 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 the earth, the universe into existence by saying it, by speaking it. When God calls something, it comes out. So when God calls the house, house come forth, the house come forth, right? When it, God, the job, the job comes forth, right? Even though you've been waiting. 
But you know what happens? Those four years that I was waiting or five years I was waiting for a baby felt like nothing once I had my son. Those four years felt like four days. Those four years felt like four months, four minutes. You look back at it, man, all right, cool, cool. Because I'm enjoying my time with my son now. But I know at the moment when you're going through something, you're praying, God, where's my spouse, God? I'm waiting for my spouse. Shout out time, is, you know, the clock is ticking. I'm, you know, come on, Lord, you know? I'm waiting for my spouse. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. I got you, right? God, but, but, but my son, he's, I got you. I got you. It looks dead, but there's nothing that I can't resurrect. There's nothing that I can't do. Nothing. <clears throat> so that was a turnaround to many Jews who were with Mary. They saw Jesus, what Jesus did, and they believed in him. So what my wife and I went through, it builds up your faith. We're in bodybuild, the bodybuilding series. What I go through, God delayed for a reason. When he delays, he delays with a purpose, and it's for a reason. He delayed, so... I would believe him, and not only that, I would believe him, but for you guys to believe him. For you guys to believe him. Right? Another situation really quick. I've always loved audiovisual. You know, I've always loved, loved that, 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 that thing, right? I did it in my old church back in the days, right? I was working at Health First. Anybody ever heard of Health First? It's a health insurance company. I was, you know, at the hospitals signing up people for health insurance. I hated my job, but I was thankful that I had a job. Anybody been there? You just don't like your job, but hey, it pays the bills, right? And it's always been my desire to do audiovisual work in that career. And I tried a few stuff and, and nothing. You know, I tried the, the school thing. I couldn't do it because of work. So one day, I get fired from my job out of the blue. November, you know, November of, of a few years ago, right? I get let go. And mind you, I've been trying to leave, and, and, and I, they, I've avoided so many layoffs and so many things, but God still kept me there. But my time has come to an end, right? So the person who was there, God hardened his heart, and he let me go, one of the directors there, right? But it was a, an opportunity for God to show up. He's like, all right, cool. All right, so I'm like, all right, well, what am I going to do? I started, you know, doing some school stuff for the audiovisual. Next thing you know, three months later, I have a job in the field that I love, the field that I go to work in the morning, right? And it's not like work Monday morning, ah, Monday morning. You know, now I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go. Let's do this, right? But God was faithful. He met my need, right? What looked impossible, nobody can do. God did it. God opened up the door, you know? So, and sometimes I'm like, man, God, but I felt like he was late, or he, but he was just delaying. He's like, I got this. I'm going to prove to you that I am God, that I'm going to open up the door that no man can open, right? So, you guys today, again, maybe... In the same situation, right? Where you're saying, God, where are you, God? I've been praying for how long already? Feels like eternity. Feels like years. And, 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 and I don't see you moving. I don't see you doing anything, God. Where are you? You know? If you would have been there, this never would have happened to me. Some of you guys feel like that. And God wanted me to let you know, yeah, he's the lane. He's the lane. But it's for purpose. Because I'm going to get the glory to this. It's for purpose. It's for you to believe me even more. So be encouraged today, and all that. If God is delaying your answer, your prayer, whatever it is, it's for a reason. He wants to show you something. There's a lesson to be learned in this. Know that He is God; that He can provide. I am Jehovah Jireh, your provider. I can do anything. I can provide whatever it is you need. I'll do it. So I want to ask my my my, my wife to come up. I feel like I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> Dance, 
who nothing is too hard. I am the shepherd and I am the door. I am the good news to the bound and the Messiah, dream. 
trying to keep it down. I feel like my, my voice is going. But, um, but it's funny because, you know, we had, our, we had our son, right? And then again, uh, you know, something like we were talking like, babe, you know, let's, let's try again. Try for another one. You know, no, after what happened. It's like, all right. If God did it for the first one, God could do it for the second one, right? You know, and it's not impossible for God. He already proved to me that he is God and he can do it, right? It's like, all right, cool, you know? So, so yeah, all right, let's try, right? So we started trying, nothing, right? Six months went by. And after a while, you know, I was like, all right, you know, we don't want to go through the whole motion thing of, all right, this month and this month and now, this month, no. And we know God could have, you know, could have done it, you know. And, we were, you know, she, we were thinking like, man, maybe we should just stop trying and, you know, and that's it. Just stay with Chunka and that's it, right. But something in my spirit, she wants to try, but something in my spirit was telling me, no, don't stop yet, right. Don't stop yet. Give it a few more months, right. And we spoke about it over dinner. We went to some restaurant here and we decided, all right, let's give it a few more months, right. And next thing you know, June 27, on our anniversary, we find out that she's pregnant, you know, so God did it again, you know, even, and again, even the doctor said, yo, it's pretty a slim chance, it's very slim chance that, she, you know, she can get pregnant even the first time, right, but again, I believe my God. You know, and I'm going to tell you the truth. It wasn't, I wasn't always gung-ho like, yes, I believe you guys going to do it. There were times where I would cry with her and sobbing and crying, God, man, I want my son. I want somebody who looks just like me. <laughs> looks just like me, right? But, but I was crying, God, and the, the moments we shared together, nobody knows about us crying and sobbing and, and just like Mary and Martha. Man, God, if you would have been there, you know, but God came through for us. So if he came through for us, he could come through for you guys, you know, no matter how dead the situation looks, you know. God was delaying, God was delaying Christian and, and, and the next child, right, for a purpose so you, not only we would believe, but so that you guys would believe, you know what, God is real. If God could do it for them, God could do it for me. As dead as it looks, the doctor said it's impossible, but he has the last final word, right? For them it's dead, but God's like, nah, it ain't dead, I got this, you know? So if God is delaying... Your answer for whatever it is, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a, a, a job, whether it's career, a ministry, a vision God put in your heart, it may be a little delayed. It doesn't mean it's a denial. It doesn't mean that he forgot about you. He's still there with you, but just wait on him as, until he answers, you know? Trains get delayed, but eventually they show up, you know? And sometimes when they show up, all right, since, you know, it's been a delay, we're going to go express now. And once God meets you and meets your need and takes you to that place, you go express and pass everybody around you. You know, God takes you express, you know. So be encouraged today. I know it wasn't a message of, you know, be shouting and jumping around, but it was a message just to encourage you guys. And God wants to encourage you guys, you know.